passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pants, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the Performance Package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is a essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at manscaped.com. Promo code Bubba. Yo, yo. Uh, what's up, everybody? Lummy Sports Show with Rhett. How's it going, right? Not too bad, Lummy. How you doing? Not bad. 813-90-BUBBA. 813-90-BUBBA if you want to join the show. Bubba, we're doing the after show as a sports show, which we normally do Wednesdays. I don't know, 11.30, 45, 12 o'clock. But we got moved up because Bubba is in Las Vegas. What's he doing in Las Vegas? He is at a wedding. Who's wedding? Ronnie Munn from Howard Stern, the uh, former limo driver, but makes obviously appearances on the Howard Stern show. He's marrying his wife, or I guess he's marrying his fiance. Ronnie, the limo driver, is getting married this weekend. Yeah, to Stephanie and, and Bubba, Bubba is there. Is going to be there. Yes, he is. It was a little hot. Sorry about that. I guess that means the uh, the sports show got bumped to prime time, kind of like we, the Bucks and the Lions this week. That's right. We we moved to prime time right here on the 1020 spot. So if you're used to hearing Bubba, he is in Vegas at the Ronnie Munn's wedding. So he will be back Monday. Tomorrow it will be the morning show with Dr. Dan Diaco and Lummy, Red, Macho, Anna. Uh, and then it will be uh, the after show will be normally the Anna Hummel show, if that's your your gimmick. I'm just kidding. 813-90-BUBBA, 813-90-BUBBA. 
Brett. Lummy. Last time we were, you know, on here, we d- weren't doing the price pick. And, we weren't. Uh, we kind of talked about it, but we're going to do another one today. We do not get paid. We They do not advertise on the sports show. Uh, Rhett introduced me to it, and uh, I I, uh, I found it quite interesting. So I, I picked it up, I believe it was what, Sunday, Rhett? Yeah, I think it was Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, sometime over the weekend we had talked about it. So if you're kind of into, uh, you know, picking... Actually, Rhett, how would you describe it? It's 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 player props, right? It, it's all player props, and basically what you do is you build up a ticket, you build up a parlay. It can be anywhere from a two-leg to a six-leg parlay, uh, and the more you put on it, the more you win, obviously. So if it's a 4X parlay and all of those hit, all of those being player props over under rushing yards, passing yards, touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera. If all of those hit and you have a four-leg parlay, it is uh, times five. If you have a five-leg and those hit, it is a times 10. And if you have a six-leg and those hit, it is a times 25. It's actually fun. It is a lot of fun. I mean, I it guess is... it, did, it did help that we won. Well, yeah. On Monday. I mean, if, uh, you know, we, we took a gamble on special teams Monday night, and honestly, I like the hunch that we had because I think everything about that game that we picked pretty much happened. You know, you put five more minutes on the clock, maybe two more teams get a punt in, uh, oh, yeah. and, and we don't finish with a push. But we did have a six-leg turn into a four-leg, and we ultimately won some money. I, I put in 45 bucks, walked away with 225 So very happy with that. Yeah, and you actually are able to use your... I think you sign up, it's $25 or $50. It matches it up to $100. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil Malpler's there, 999 Super Chat. So we are going to do a pick uh, here today. And if you guys want to play along, uh, I do have a promo code for everybody to use to get you matched up on your first deposit. Again, this is not an ad. This is a promo code I got from a buddy, so I don't even know what company this is benefiting. Yeah, um, it's benefiting you people. But when we get into the picks later, I will uh, let you know. Yeah. Thank you, Brett. And uh, yeah, following we we right now are uh, let's say one for one picking together. Uh, obviously, you heard Las Vegas Mario call in, and he uses our picks. And uh, Rhett, I believe, is in the lead. We did have we have a discrepancy though of two <laughs> games. Thank you, Brian, for uh, making sure that you were uh, keeping Rhett honest there. Yeah, Brian fucked it all up. So I, I I thought I had the math right through the first five weeks of picks, and maybe this is why because last last year I was keeping track. And you were not picking so well. Now this year you're you're doing it, and uh, we're two games off. So last week, here's here's what I don't understand: is that after last week, I was forty two and twenty two, you were forty and twenty four, which is equal, which it it, it equals out to sixty four games over yep. the first five weeks, which is fine. So what happened this week? To where now I am forty nine and twenty seven, you are forty seven and thirty one. So I have got our list of picks in front of me. And I have the tally of who picked what. So if you can keep track in your head your record, I uh-huh. will keep track in my head my record. Yep. And then we'll do the math. Because as of last week, we had matching number of games that we had picked. 64 Correct. games each. All right. So here we go. Last week's picks for week five, Chicago at Washington. We both picked Washington. And, uh, of course, Mike Dick had passed away that day. So Chicago or Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. Yeah, Mike Dick is still dicking around. He's still kicking. 
I have a feeling that's going to be the so, next one. That's so disrespectful. What, he's uh, digging around? Or it's, it's you getting the name wrong it, of Dick Buckus? It's not the first time. Well, that, but it's not the first time I've confused the two of them. <laughs> I mean, poor Dick Buckus. I Rest mean, in peace, Dick Buckus. Uh, yeah. Regular guest on the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Great guest. Chicago at Washington. Washington won that game, so I am 0-1. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Jacksonville won that game. Did any of us pick Jacksonville? Uh, you did. All right. So I am 0-2. You are 1-1. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Pittsburgh won that game. So I am 0-3. Huh. Yeah. Did I pick Pittsburgh? No, you picked Baltimore. Okay. I don't have my picks in front of me. you got to call them out. That's all right. New Orleans at New England. I picked the Saints. You picked New England. Atlanta at Houston. We both picked Houston, and Atlanta won that game. It was a pretty shitty week for both of us. Uh, Miami at the Giants. We both picked Miami, and Miami won. Indy at Tennessee, you picked Indy, Indy won. The Rams at Detroit, we both picked Detroit. How could you not pick against Detroit? Exactly. Or how could you pick against Detroit, rather, excuse me. Philly at the Rams, Carolina at Detroit. I My handwriting is shitty, so I thought it said LAR, but Carolina at Detroit was that game. Philly at the Rams, I picked Philly, you picked the Rams. Philly won that game, barely. Yeah, damn Cincinnati. Rams. Cincinnati at Arizona. We both picked Cincinnati, and they won handily. The Jets at Denver. I picked the Jets. You picked the Jets. The Jets won that game. Kansas City at Minnesota. I picked Kansas City. You picked Minnesota. KC won. Dallas at San Fran. We both picked the Niners. Green Bay at Vegas. I picked Green Bay. You picked Vegas. So in your head, what is your record? I have no idea. You didn't tell me if I picked who. Son of a bitch. I d- yes, I did. No, you, you left out a couple because I was keeping no. track. Yes. Who did well, I leave out then? Who do you not have? Uh, I don't know because you didn't tell me who I picked uh, after the second, uh, the third pick. And I said, hey, you got to tell me who I got. Because you went one and four. And I, you stopped calling me out after one and two. I kept calling you out the whole time. No, no, no. I, I will pull the tape. Pull, pull the fucking tape. I will pull the tape. Pull the tape. I'm confident in this one. I'm going to get Brian back here to represent me. All right, from the top. Hold on, hold on. Everybody says I'm high in chat, but I'm hold not on. the one I'm not the one that just messed all right, that up. From the top. Excuse me. Hold on, Billy hold on. At, everybody says I'm the high Rams in chat, at Tennessee. I'm not the one, you just said I'm that. I'm not the one that just Andy messed all that up. The top. Excuse me. The Rams well, at just Detroit. We both picked Detroit. How could you not pick against Detroit? Here, let me go back a little bit. New Orleans at New England. I picked the Saints. You picked New England. Atlanta at Houston. We both picked Houston, and Atlanta won that game. It was a pretty shitty week for both of us. Uh, Miami at the Giants. Let me go back Great a little guest. more. Chicago at Washington. Washington won that game, so I am 0-1. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Uh, who did I pick? Jacksonville won that game. <laughs> <laughs> who did I pick? Jacksonville? You, uh, you did. All right. So I am 0-2. You are 1-1. I told you your record. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Pittsburgh won that game, so I am 0-3. Who did I pick? Yeah. Did I pick Pittsburgh? No, you picked Baltimore. Okay. I don't have my picks in front of me. you got to call them out. That's uh, all right. New Orleans at New England. I picked the Saints. You picked New England. Atlanta at Houston. We both picked Houston, and Atlanta won that game. It was a pretty shitty week for both of us. Uh, Miami at the Giants. We both picked Miami, and Miami won. We both picked Miami. Indy at Tennessee. You picked Indy. Indy won. Indy won. The Rams at Detroit. We both picked Detroit. Detroit. We both picked Detroit. Detroit. Exactly. Or how could you pick against Detroit, rather? Excuse me. Philly at the Rams. 
Carolina at Detroit. That's where I, I got thrown my off. My handwriting is shitty, so I thought it said LAR, but Carolina at Detroit was that game. Philly at the Rams. I picked Philly. You picked the Rams. Philly won that game barely. Hmm. Yeah, damn Cincinnati. Rams. Cincinnati at Arizona. We both picked Cincinnati, See? and they won hand. It was all from the beginning part. We both picked Cincinnati. Yeah, I know, but it was from the beginning. Yeah, off. because you didn't keep track. No, because you didn't the beginning. listen to what I was saying. Because I told you after every single game. Hey, listen, I'm listening, to, team, what, I'm listening to what Big Red. I, you're listening to whatever you choose to listen to. Exactly. All right, from the top, do you want to um, try this again? We'll make it quick. Okay. Chicago at Washington. We both picked Washington, and they lost. Buffalo at Jacksonville. You picked Jacksonville. I picked Buffalo. Buffalo won. Or, I'm sorry, Jacksonville won. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Baltimore. We both picked Baltimore. We both lost because the Steelers won that game. New Orleans at New England. I picked the Saints. You picked the Patriots. I won because the Saints won that week. Atlanta at Houston. We both picked Houston. Atlanta won. So we both lost. Miami at the Giants. We both picked Miami, and Miami won, so we both won. Indy at Tennessee. I picked the Titans. You picked the Colts. Indianapolis won the game, which means you won. Carolina at Detroit. We both picked Detroit, and Detroit won, so that means we both get a point. Philly at the Rams. I picked the Birds. You picked the Rams. Philly won, which means I win. Cincinnati at Arizona, we both picked Cincinnati, and Cincinnati won that game. The Jets at Denver, we both picked the Jets. The Jets won that game, which means we both win. KC at Minnesota, I picked the Chiefs. You picked Minnesota, which means I win. And I lose. Dallas at San Francisco on Sunday Night Football, we both picked the Niners, and they kicked the shit out of the Cowboys. Last but not least on Monday Night Football, a game that we put a little bit of money on. Green Bay at the Raiders. You picked the Raiders to win, and they came up clutch at the very end, which means my pick for the Packers <laughs> was a loss. Was a loss. So, what was your record? I have eight and six. Eight and six. Yep. I don't know why I gave you eight and six. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I gave you seven and seven. I oh, interesting. Well, I had. Hmm. What'd you give yourself there, Rhett? Couple extra wins. Scout and Big Gulp, uh, Hall of Famers uh, going across the road. Maybe on, we're on vacation. $50 on the Rumble. Thank you so much. And, I guess uh, I also went eight and six. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, interesting. eight and six for both of us puts me on the season at 50 and 28. And you are now 48 and 30. All right. So, it's still two games. I'll take it. See, that wasn't that hard. No, it wasn't. We had to fix. Uh, listen, math was never my strong listen, suit, but it, with a little bit of help, we can uh, we can do anything we put our minds. Exactly. To. So once again, if you followed our picks throughout it, obviously you had to pick them straight up. Uh, we don't we don't do the line here. It get a little confusing. Even though I love the line. Um, God, that was exhausting. You ready to wrap this bitch up? Yeah. <laughs> So you would actually, if you just follow our picks uh, without the line, go straight up on it, you would be, if you follow red, obviously 15 and 28, me and 48 and 30. So not too bad of a record. Uh, college football this weekend, Red, You excited? I am. A lot I of teams am. it's homecoming. I'm going to Florida State that's not doing uh, homecoming, but it is USF's homecoming this weekend. They're playing the Mighty Owls from Florida Atlantic University. 
Uh, the FSU, the game I'm going to, which I will get some Syracuse. video. Syracuse, the mighty orange men. Obviously, I will be pulling for Florida State. Have you ever been to Doak? Never. Never. I've never been outside of USF. I've never been to a college game. Because it's supposed to be sold out. I've been to Doak a good amount of times, and I've never seen a sold out game. It'll so, be loud. So it, I'm pretty interested. It'll be a fun atmosphere, I'm sure. Yeah, sitting in the bleacher seats since the whole stadium is pretty much bleachers. Uh, almost like uh, the old sombrero. You know, you know the crazy thing, right? So when you go to the, the concessions and everything, it literally is like you're in a high school football stadium. Yeah. You had 80,000 people there, and you're, like, going up to, like, little stands. Like, these little, like, mom-and-pop stands. I kind of like it. Is the food good? Or is it, is it pretty typical, like, non-memorable? I think it's pretty typical. I don't remember if I ever ate there before. Yeah. And I, I think they weren't serving beer for the longest time. And I think the last time I went, which was a long time, like a while ago, they started serving beer. Because, I mean, how can you go to a football game and not drink some beer when you're allowed, right? Yeah, no shit. But, I mean, that game's going to be good. Uh, I think uh, I think Alabama-Arkansas could be a good game. Arkansas has been playing a lot of teams tough this year. Yeah, they always, they always play pretty tough. And Alabama's definitely down. It is in Alabama. Tennessee, Texas A&M. That game in Tennessee. And then uh, there was one other game. Oregon, Washington. Oregon, eight, Washington, yeah. Eight versus seven. I think Tennessee, Texas A&M is going to be going, but I think te- Texas A&M is so down, but I feel like there there could be an upset there. Yeah. LSU at Auburn, some more good SEC action. I guess Auburn is a better team than I thought they would be at this point in the season, and LSU just clinging on to relevancy. I, I feel like they are escaping week after week. Yeah. And I'm waiting on that one week where – not necessarily they implode, but they, they can't pull it off. And I'm not going to say this week could be the week because I feel like I've said that three weeks in a row as far as LSU goes. But, you know, fuck Brian Kelly. I hope he loses this week. Well, then you got, I mean, this one could be good too. Kansas, Oakland, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. I could see that being another upset. Kansas lost last week, dropped to 23. Uh, there was another one here. USC, Notre Dame at Notre yeah, Dame. I was looking at that one. 10 verse 21. Missouri at Kentucky. I know Missouri not ranked, but still undefeated. Um, or actually, just kidding. They lost to LSU, so only one loss on the year. But, you know, Kentucky, top 25 team, more good SEC games. Now, Miami, North Carolina, this was supposed to be, we probably wouldn't be going to the FSU game if Miami, did you see that last play for uh, Miami what, last when week? Fumbled, when they fumbled the ball away. When he could have just pretty much nailed, yeah. all nailed they had on to the do, ball? All they had to do was take the knee, and we saw... Literally an all-time fumbling of the bag with, what, 40 seconds left to go? It, I think it was less than 40 seconds It was. It was like 36, I think, when they snapped it. It so is incredible how you find enough time to not only give the ball away, but facilitate bad enough defense. And this is not the first time up. that Cristobal has done that. Yeah. Now, I mean, I think he is a good coach, but obviously right then and there he had a brain fart. Miami still stays after that loss to Georgia Tech, which is god-awful, in the top 25. Somehow. I don't know how. I, I really don't understand how. I mean, maybe it's just the Florida bias, but when you look at some other teams that aren't ranked and then you look at Miami losing the way that they did, like I, I think Missouri should probably be ranked over fucking Miami at this point. They should be ranked over LSU too. Yeah. I mean, LSU is hanging on with 22. And then you got, uh, well, there was one other one, UCLA and Oregon State, which is crazy because for the longest time I never liked the Pac-12. I'm not saying I do, but they got a lot of uh, – a lot of ranked games. 
a lot of ranked teams, and uh, they're actually not too bad. Well, I mean, I guess I watch a lot of it now because of Colorado. Exciting players. You know what I mean? You've yeah. usually got a good batch of players over here that can make a game interesting enough. I mean, tonight's game, West Virginia and Houston, I mean, we know someone that uh, used to play for West Virginia, don't we? Oh, do we? I think so. I think he said he's his team that he played on is in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's ever mentioned that. No? Well, I mean, maybe maybe he'll come and chat. I can't think of his name, but uh, maybe he'll come and chat and let everyone know. Talk about Big E. I know he's Oh, Big E7375, yeah. Oh, he didn't play. He didn't play football for West Virginia. I thought he did. No. Oh. He's never mentioned that once. Was that did he play high school then? He may have, but I've never heard Big E talk about football one time. Well, hopefully maybe he can get in there and, and correct and correct you uh, if you are wrong. 81390BUBBA 81390Bubba. So I usually I I love watching uh college football on Saturdays. Uh, this time it will be a little more difficult with me being at the game, but it, it, I think it will be a lot of fun. We're bringing Walker. So Oh, that'll be fun. Kind of a I'll get you a lot of attention at the tailgate. Well, I don't know. We're heading up tomorrow. I think we're going to spend the night and then we're going to head over and I you know try and get there like right at the start of the game, or do you usually get there early? No, we'll get there early. So I know USF, you get there what like an hour before. Yeah, we'll get there early. We don't really know where to park because they have changed it up so much since I've been there and Ashley's been there. Yeah. So we'll try to figure that out. I'm sure I can get a lot of video though of some some hot coeds for Bubba to you know kind of look at. Oh, Scott, okay. I'm just trying to check where she is. I mean, she's a co-host on the show, so. I hear noise, but I don't see her, and that's when I get. I, I get you get nervous she's eating wires? 941. Eating anything at all. What's up, guys? It's Grant. Hey, Grant. What's up, Grant? Fuck you <laughs> and your fandom. Watch. Yeah. yeah. The guy with one nuts, brother. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we know who you are. Going after you this weekend, you said? Yeah. Uh, dude, Florida State looks like shit in those sleepy nooners. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, well, hopefully Syracuse is still shitty enough that uh, Florida State can run through it. I definitely don't want to go to a game where Florida State loses. And obviously, you watch, did you watch that Boston College game, bro? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but Boston College always plays them hard. A lot of the schools in the ACC, they, they you know, even Clemson. When it's red, I know, and it's red being Dan again. But it's really hard to see that fucking you know number three next to your name and you know win by two points against Boston College. It doesn't inspire confidence. Well, now you got the number four. I mean, they 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 kind of took care of Virginia Tech. So hopefully, you know, they have that yeah. better bounce back game. Then plus two. I mean, I think FSU. You know, number one, the whole ACC is pissed off at them because they're about to ruin their gravy train by trying to get out of it. Grand Rapids, and then, you know, they're going to obviously get everybody's best shot, especially after you beat Clemson. So, what do you mean? Uh, you, know, you you don't think the ACC is happy if FSU jumps? There's a possibility USF jumps in there. I mean, what's the difference between the two schools? I'm sure that uh, would be a perfect. I think, I'm, I think there's like a minor financial disparity between the two and uh, ratings, but I could be incorrect. Oh, come on! USF's going to bring those TV ratings just like FSU did. I mean, we're getting a new stadium in a couple years, maybe, hopefully. Possibly. I know, yeah, a whole 30,000 people. Hell yeah, that really moves the needle. It does. <laughs> I mean, just because Doak fills up 80-something thousand and they're redoing the stadium, that Looks doesn't mean it, anything. It, it looks a lot better on TV to have a filled-up small stadium than, you know, Oh, Raymond no, James, I agree. Like no, I mean, dude, dude, I went to a game at Wake Forest and Florida State, and, like, that small intimate setting is actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah. No, I, I, went, to a, I went to a Kansas State game, and they have a smaller stadium. It was Kansas State versus Kansas. And uh, it was it was sold out, and it it was it was loud. And yeah, it, dude, a lot of those times, like the smaller stadiums. I mean, my uh, my ex wife went to ECU, and we used to go to games there all the time. And I mean, it was a 
fun party school, and like when Duke and NC State would show up, at least for the first half, and everybody would go out drinking. But yeah, I mean, some of those smaller venues are fun. The only problem that Florida State's going to have this weekend is if they're looking past Syracuse for Duke. That's... I don't think they're look. I don't think we've ever looked forward to Duke. I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's not Clemson. My concern is if the John, if Johnny Wilson doesn't play, Syracuse will play the run tough. I mean, they will. So FSU's going to have to pass, which they can, but. You know, missing your six-seven wide receiver can hurt a little bit. Yeah, but I would say look for it because you got to think Duke's definitely different than how it, how they have been in the past. They're seventeenth. That they've uh, yeah, but you know, Riley Leonard's going to be on one foot. God forbid, even if he plays that game, he's going to still have a bum ankle. So his running is extremely depleted. Not to mention, if you're having a good season, are you going to roll him out against number three, half broken? I don't think so. No. No, that's you know true. I mean, you know, an eight and four season is good for them. So they may salvage him, get him healthy, you know, and not risk further injury to salvage the season, you know, and say, hey, maybe we can, you know, have one miraculous game against Florida State. Well, I, I just felt, I mean, I guess in two, it's going to be homecoming, which is weird because usually homecoming is you do it right after a an away game. So they technically should have done it against Virginia Tech because that's what the homecoming yeah, I, is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mike Norvell kind of beats, you know, I, I like Norvell as a coach, but my God, is he the most boring interview I've ever seen in my entire life. That guy literally just says nothing. He's like a politician. Like, I mean, would you rather have, thing. He, would you rather have your boy from LSU, Rhett's favorite coach? No, fuck, no, hell no. Yeah, at least he's a, that clown. He's yeah. up there faking the funk. Yeah, you don't, he comes fuck to Florida State with some my, Southern but, accent all of a sudden I, again. I'd take, I'd take Dan Lanning out in Georgia, the guy who actually kind of talks a little shit. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's true. But no, Norvell, Norvell yeah. is doing a good job at Florida State. Like you said, he's oh, a good no, coach. He is. He's a good recruiter, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is. He's just like, he's just the most like unimposing, unintimidating coach I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. I don't know how people, I've heard some of his pregame speeches, and I guess you got to be there, but I'm just like, dude, this is so inspirational. Again, a big fan of them, you know, glad that they're doing well, but, you know, from a coaching standpoint, it's really moved the needle for me in regards to motivation. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. I mean, but they ain't technically, that's how Willie Tiger was. I know he's, oh, he, he my, shit the bed yeah, at Florida Willie State. Taggart was, Willie Tiger was famous for you know putting in fucking you know fifteen hour weeks and it showed on the field. I mean, that was the big. Well, that's who took over for Michigan State. That Harlan Barnett guy who was the defensive coordinator uh, for Florida State under Willie. He's the guy who took over as the co or as like the interim head coach at Michigan State. Yeah, is he? Yeah, that's probably why they're giving up forty fucking points a game. Exactly. See. That's what Florida State was yeah, doing. Harlem. Yeah, it's just a weird year, man. I mean, Georgia finally looked like Georgia, you know, like everybody expected to in last week. But other than that, it's been pretty wide open. I feel like. Yeah, I, I think I think it still will be too. I think I think uh, I think at the end of the day, though, I think it's going to be Georgia, obviously between Michigan and Ohio State. It's going to be kind of like the same kind of big schools. Yeah, I, I mean, I listen. I was on the Florida State hype train, but as of now, I wouldn't. I'm a little. I, I need to see a little more. You know, I need to see a little more killer. Like. If we boat race the next two or three teams we play, you know, like 59-10, you know, 47-10, somewhere in there, maybe I'll feel a little better. But you know, right now I wouldn't like our chances against – I mean, I think we could beat Ohio State, but Georgia and Michigan, eh. Yeah, probably not. Be overly confident for that. Yeah, I mean I'd – be ha- I'd be happy if we only were like, you know, six-and-a-half point underdog. I feel like that'd be generous. Oh, against Georgia? Mm-hmm, yeah. or Michigan. You should be happy that you guys uh, – that Florida's down, so – that's that's right. Oh, of course I am, dude. Billy Taggart, love him. Exactly. You want to keep him there for the rest of the time, right? Yeah, hell yeah. You keep Billy Taggart. Let him bring out that DJ Lagway kid next year. Uh, ruin his freshman season, and then you know, 
boom, goodbye. Florida, you know, Florida's got to start all over again and go hire that coach from Duke and, you know, have their three years before they're relevant again. I'll take it. There you go. And then, like, you guys are talking good old fucking Mario down there. I love that guy, too. <laughs> yeah, Cristobal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's actually a good coach, though. Oh, is he? He's a good recruiter, is he? I guess you could say. I don't think, I don't, I don't think he knows what the fucking new formation is. So I don't know how good of a coach that could be. Yeah, listen, he had a couple brain farts. It happens. <laughs> don't don't we all? Yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, yeah. He used to play. Hey, listen, five million dollars. Those brain, it, those it, brain it, farts will get you fired. Well, listen, he used to play, so he probably is. You know, he's he had probably a lot of concussions. Okay. It happens. It works happens. all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, maybe you know he has a medical <laughs> marijuana yeah, card. Not when you're making seven a year, you know those are fireable offenses. If you're making seven million dollars a year, I'm sorry. Miami, listen, Miami's just happy they uh, they have a number in front of their name now. Yeah, no shit. Oh, well, you know Miami's famous under Cristobal though for starting the year off strong and then just falling off the side of a cliff. They do it every year. Well, they've been doing that with every other coach too. Well, I mean, that's, every other that's Miami coach. You to build a whole team, you know, like. You know, that whole you mentality was back in the day. You know, if you let them get up on you and maintain the game, you know, they're going to beat you. But, you know, when it comes to being mentally tough, it's not clearly their strong suit. That's true. That That is very true. You know, they just seem to, they seem like, you know, when they're up on you and they're running, I mean, they seem to be like real bad victims of momentum. Yeah. You know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just, I feel like it's been Miami, its whole, you know, existence is, you know, when momentum's great, they're the best. But when it's, Low, you know, they got a hard time of, you know, snapping out of it. Yeah, you well, you just don't want Miami to snap out of it anytime. No, I don't. Yes, I don't. I want I want that little private institution down there doing anything. Exactly. Stay mediocre, please. That looks like it's what's gonna happen. But all right, Grant. So, all right, I'll let you guys run, man. See you, see you man. I'll talk to you guys later. So you know, uh hold on. What? No, go ahead. No, what are you gonna say? I was going to change the subject, talk about something that's happening in Tampa that has to do with sports, but not necessarily college sports. Oh, the NFL? No. Hockey? Mm-mm. Pickleball? Nope. Oh, I was just going to go through because uh, I was looking at, I was real quick, I was just looking at the... Uh, Top 25? No, I was trying to find that bottom 10 thing. You ever look at that bottom 10? No. Uh, I think they, it's kind of funny. They have a like a bottom 10 ranked teams. Yeah, they, they kind of make fun of them. So you've never seen that. I just wanted to look at it because it's kind of, uh, what is it, week six? Canes, right be, uh, Canes might be right where they need to be. Yeah, they kind of make fun of them. Like you got uh, Novada, 0-5, Sam Houston State, we have a problem 0-5, and then they kind of break down. Akron, 1-5, and UMass, 1-6, and who are just horrible. Yeah. I mean, they used to be good when they were Division One AA, the U, 4-1, and because of their shit. Stanford, 1-5, and Charlotte, 1-49ers. and ers <laughs> Uh, who the USF plays, uh, I think at the end of the year, Brian was saying, the pit, South Southern Miss, San San, oh, they said San knows whatever state. But, I mean, they kind of make fun of it. I was just seeing uh, if USF was on there after getting throttled by UAB. Um, I think USF has done a lot this season to not necessarily raise expectations, but divert expectations from the usual expectations this time of year. True. I mean, with Charlie Strong, it was, you know, by October, you didn't have a winning record. And coming into this month, they did have a winning record. They were, what, 3-2? and two? Yeah, and they played well against Alabama, which was on ESPN. I think that kind of, I mean, it obviously made Alabama look weak. But it also... $50 on the Rumble Rant from John Costeca. Says great show, guys. All right, well, we got two, so let me... I'm sure Scout liked that one. Thank you. 
Scott and Big Open, John Kosteka. Um, no, I was I, so what I, my main thing was when uh, he was still talking about Florida State. I went to Conference USA and I, I saw Liberty Flames were four and six and or four and in the conference, six and zero overall, and I don't think they're even sniffing the top twenty-five. And I know that obviously, so I want to see their schedule, and they were pretty good last year. They Big lost their coach. Green. So yeah, I looked at them like Bowling Green, New Mexico State, he, Buffalo, FIU, Sam Houston, and Jacksonville State. Still have Louisiana Tech, Western Kentucky. Yeah, they they have a pretty easy schedule, so they're gonna have a good record. Because you got Louisiana Tech, Old Dominion, and Massachusetts and UTEP that are all kind of shit still. But that I was looking at Sam Houston. Yeah. Do you know what division they're in? Are they Division One Double A. Yes, they're in the Conference USA. USA. Yeah. Shit, I did not know that. They must have brought them up. Ah, but whatever. So, what do you what do you have for your Tampa? So, I was just going to give you an update and, and get your opinion. We're talking about small facilities, small stadiums. Uh, the USL Super League announced a stadium partnership proposal with Blake High School in Tampa, across the water from Armature Works. Weren't they playing at the uh, Emily Arena? Mm, I don't know about Amelie, but it may have been like University of Tampa. Hold on. Uh, they, United Soccer. What is it? United. The United Soccer League. Yeah, I believe is I believe is what USL stands for. Uh, the USL Super League Tampa Bay has put forward a proposal for a new professional women's soccer team to collaborate with Blake High School. This is what uh, oh, I'm, I was thinking. Jane indoor. Caster was towing around oh, a couple of weeks ago. The plan includes sharing uh, sharing. Fuck. The plan includes sharing an extended waterfront stadium located in downtown Tampa. Initially, the team will use the high school stadium for the first three to five seasons until a permanent stadium is constructed. The current stadium seats 1,800, but the team's goal is to expand it to 5,000 seats, you know, for the 50 people who are going to show up every night. They also intend to make significant upgrades, including improvements to the turf field and locker rooms. The Super League Tampa Bay has stated that they will cover the cost of these enhancements pending approval from the school board, the team seems to be targeting Ybor City for its permanent residence. Plans were submitted in September to construct a practice field in Ybor. So, again, you know, Jane Caster is going to wave her fucking flag and do whatever she has to do to get this done. Because, you know, her showing up and showing out at the whole press conference a couple of weeks ago just confirms that this is obviously a bigger priority for her than, than putting the Rays here. So the well, it looks like their their headquarters for the USL is in Tampa. I'm confused. Is this the big one? This is no. not MLS. No, this is not like Orlando City. The Rowdies play in this. Okay, now I'm even more confused. So we're they're gonna have a Tampa team, a Tampa th- female team, and they're gonna build. Oh a stadium. Oh my God! Are you kidding they're gonna me? Build, they're gonna build a stadium in Tampa by Armature Works. Or I guess by Ebor for that female team, the women's league. Yep, it's the super league. That's what it says. You've got to be planned, fucking kidding it me! It is a planned Division One planned. So go up. A planned Division One professional women's soccer league in the U.S. The league will be owned and operated by the United Soccer League. Originally planning to launch in August 2023, it is now slated to begin play in August 2024. So we're signing off on stadiums and facilities for a league that isn't even fucking around yet. Yeah, it's a women's, it's like a, what, a B-League women's team? I mean, if, or that a women's league? if that doesn't sound like some Jane Caster shit to you, I don't know what does. So that means she's probably going to build that stadium where the open land is. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what they're Which was at. supposed to be like a park and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe some extra some extra routes and extensions for the uh for the streetcar. Looks like the owners We don't need any of that. We need women's soccer. Well, well yeah, women's soccer team for Blake High School soccer team that Do they have a good soccer team at Blake? I mean, they're they're average. They're average. Okay, so they're going to have like a how big is did they say how big the stadium is? Right now it's 1800 people and it's in it's bleacher seating on both sides. And I will say it's like kind of a dated high school facility, but Tom Brady and Gronk paid for a bunch of upgrades. So they got a field upgrade, I think they got a press box upgrade. They did upgrade the locker rooms a little bit and the equipment shed. All new uniforms, helmets, pads. Um this is pathetic cuz their equipment shed burned down a couple of years ago. Oh, Burns Steakhouse owner and Blue Pearl owners own this uh, team. Hmm. Oh, they already hired a coach, too. I wish they... Denise, uh, Denise Shitty Brown. <laughs> Denise Shitty Brown is their head coach. All right. I'm excited now. Get some Shitty Brown uh, shitty brown shirts. <laughs> well, you just... That just pissed me off. I, I was already, That was my intention. I just... I want... Oh, I, I just... You know, and I know it sounds like we're just coming down on the women's soccer league and we're like, oh, we don't need more women sports. And that's not even really what it's about. That's not I it. think it's just I think it's just emphasizing that the city of Tampa and especially Jane Castor, when when deciding what to do with taxpayer money, we kind of have our priorities fucked up. Yeah. Listen, it has nothing to do with women's soccer. I was already kind of taking a shit on the when I thought it was men. Yeah. I was taking a shit on the men's because I'm like, we have, I mean, realistically, you got the route. Then once you said it was women, they're going to build them a new stadium. But they, realistically, why don't they test it out since it's a new league, right? Uh, maybe at Raymond James? I mean, maybe a the sports- Rowdy Stadium, which is already a football soccer facility? Yeah. I mean, that would make too much sense. Well, because right? you wanted it in Tampa. Okay, well, why don't they play uh, maybe a little nicer? Or, you know, maybe do something with the the rowdies at that soccer, uh, the soccer fields uh, over at Off Waters. Maybe put some stands there. I mean, how many people are they expecting for this? Apparently, five thousand. But like, I I just don't. I really don't see a scenario where something like that is consistently like filled up. Even the rowdies games, the rowdies have a history in Tampa. They probably could have even they're, since it's they're, smaller done it at Steinbrenner field. They're more culturally relevant to the history of Tampa as a city and their games don't even fucking sell out. Like nobody goes to watch the rowdies. No, they get, I mean, they get a the good, people, they, they, they get, get a good, good crowd. crowd and the people who go are committed and they go and that's awesome. And if this team can find a fan base that will do that for them, then so be it. But I don't have any evidence at all to believe that, a that, this league, is, that this is going to be worth it for anyone. That a B-League women's soccer team is going to sell out a 5,000-seat stadium. Like, I'll be curious to see what that facility is used for 10 years from the day it was it was built, right? Because if this is a league that's starting in 2024 then I assume they want to move ahead pretty quickly on this facility. And since it is not a brand new stadium, it's more of a facility upgrade for the existing high school stadium that Blake has. You know, I, I can understand how this will happen quickly, but what is that facility going to look like in 10 years when this startup soccer league is potentially not even a thing? 
exactly. That's why you have to figure out how to fill that space. I mean, I don't understand. And then you just have empty recreation space taking up a a pretty relevant part of downtown that isn't going to be used for anything. I know that I'm kind of forecasting and talking way into the future here, but but like seriously, is this a soccer town? No. Do we need more soccer teams? No. I mean, like I said, you could easily put it at Steinbrenner Field. I don't know, man. Like this is. I don't even know if uh, the Rowdies, I'm trying to see, it looks like they average like three to 4,000. I mean, that's probably ticket sales. But still, like, and they win, cha- they, they go to the championship game at least. Yeah. And their stadium is 7,000. They played, they played the championship a couple of years ago. They've been relevant before. And again, like I said, they're they're much more culturally relevant to what Tampa is as a city. Like, this is going to be a brand new team. Uh, what are they going to call it? The Lady Rowdies? You know, I, I don't know what they're going to stick on it to get people that interested. You might have a, a pretty pretty good opening season, but it's going to be just like anything else that runs its course sports-wise here in Tampa because there's been a few teams that have. You know, the the uh, the Vipers. Yep. When the, when we had the Vipers, that first week it was it was a little more than a half-full stadium, but it still wasn't the entire stadium. It was the lower deck. I mean, were you at that first Vipers home game? I think I was. Do you remember how many people you would say were there? A lot. More than 5,000? Mm, yeah. Okay. The first one? Yeah. Yeah. But it was just the lower bowl. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I think the lower bowl holds like 27,000. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely, I mean, it it wasn't like, a, you know, obviously crazy amounts, but it still was a decent turnout. Can you see some lady soccer pulling? Uh... 5,000? Easy. Easy. Jane Caster's going to give away so many tickets to every school around here. It's going to be a sellout, just like USF did the the last uh, game before I went to, where they gave a ton of tickets to like uh, high schools and middle schools, so people would show up, and then their parents yeah. came. They used to, they used to, yeah. I used to get tickets in high school. To yeah. just I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to have the whole play. If you show up at show up from Blake High School, get extra credit. Yeah, you get extra credit. You get an A, and uh, you know you pick the class you want an A in if you uh, show up at every game. That perfect attendance. Go jackets. This is ridiculous. All right, well let's uh, let's move on to fo- the NFL. Let's move on to football. Let's do it. Now, I'm sorry. Let me let's move on to American football. The best kind of football. The only kind of football. You know, Jane Castor. She just wants to. She just wants to have something here that's hers, and she put her hat in the wrong thing. Now you know, I'm just mad on Jane Castor. Like you said, there's so much more stuff. She just wants to. She because you know Bob. Uh, Bob Buckhorn, obviously Bubba doesn't like him. The book. But he he did a lot for the city. On What I mean is by building things, the parks, mm-hmm. uh, improved the streets. He got the, you know, the river walk. Uh, he, he definitely, he definitely made, I mean, aside from, you know, the Jackson House debacle, he definitely seemed to make most of his projects more about the city than, than him. Yeah. And it seems like whenever, you know, Jane Castor does something, there's a bunch of news coverage. There's a press conference. There's a bunch of pictures taken of her standing in front of, you know, some background, some backdrop with someone holding a key or, you know, there's always a very ceremonious aspect to everything that she does. Yeah. She wants, she's a, and she's I, a camera. She's all about the camera. And I definitely don't remember that about Buckhorn. Like I was younger, but casters in the media a lot. Yeah. Big, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let, let's just move on to football. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm pissing you off more. I'm sorry. Yeah. This isn't the uh, this isn't the Tampa politics show. I you know Jane Caster's. She's a great mayor. Great mayor. Great mayor. Pretty Here's much. A, pretty much the best ever. Probably the best ever mayor that you ever think of. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, tonight Thursday night football. We can do our prize picks with this. We got uh, Denver, the great Denver Broncos. Yeah. Versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, this is this is an easy pick here. Oh, you think Denver so? all the way. Denver yeah. all the way. Is that your lock of the week? No, I'm just you know calling it out there now, uh, because I mean. So do you want to do our prize picks now while we talk about this game? Yeah, let's do it. Maybe we could maybe we get Grouper Lives to help us out. So why? But is he going to say? Uh, you I know, mean, pick watches, everyone. Denver. He, he watches the Broncos every week. Unfortunately, you know, if anyone knows anything about this one in four football team, it's going to be our buddy Grouper Lips. So yeah, he said the score is going to be a hundred to three. I believe it. So let, uh, let me let me throw is... some let me throw some props at you. We've got passing yards for both of the QBs. Russell Wilson, two hundred and nineteen point five pass yards. And then Pat Mahomes, 269.5. For Russell Wilson, you think he'll go over? Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I think he's going to go over. I think they're going to be from behind. I think they're uh, they're going to still try to pass, even when they were down. I think it's a game where if, if they if they have any hope of, of staying in it at all, they're going to have to generate some sort of, of passing attack. Well, uh, uh, I think they were still passing the ball against Miami. Now, it wasn't working out too well, but he did throw for 306 yards. That's, that's where I was kind of getting at is that he, they, he, they didn't give up on the pass. He did have a couple of weeks in a row where, yeah, he, he was able to throw the ball over 300 yards. But aside from that, he's been pretty uneventful throwing the football. It, it's been a lot more weeks of 180-something yards, you know, 205 yards. Uh, is is what he's averaging. So, I'm I'm saying over. I I guess over. It does make sense to to put that on the ticket for tonight. I think he'll go over 219.5. So I'm going to make that our first prop on this ticket. Are we going to do four or six legs? I think we do six. I think we do. Yeah, fuck it. If you're going to get crazy, it, let's get it, fucking go, crazy. Go big or go home. And Group of Lips says, yeah, that, that's possible as long as he can get out of the pocket. And I think he can get out of the pocket. Do you want to do an over-under on uh, Pat Mahomes passing yards, or do you want to look at some rush yards, receiving yards, and all that? Um, No, since we need six, let's go Patrick Mahomes. 269.5. That's a lot. That's a tough number. It is a but lot. Denver's defense is uh, shitty. And and he, I mean, he, he does a good job of making those 300-yard games look easy, but he only has one so far this season. He's got 272 against Chicago, 203, 281, 226. I mean, 269.5 is a pretty fucking ripe number. I don't know if I like betting on that. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats now. Yeah, the 305 once, and then he would have made it over 272, 281 against Minnesota, the Bears. He only gets over one other week. Yeah, maybe we could look at something else. We always yeah. come back to that All right, one. so rushing yards. for th- We'll keep it Thursday night football between uh, Kansas City and Denver. Those yep. are the two teams we'll be picking on. Ru- uh, Russell Wilson. Well, we can't put him on the ticket twice, so I guess we can't have that on there. Uh, Pat Mahomes, 21 and a half rushing yards as a quarterback over under. 21 and a half. It, now, I will tell you, I don't like picking these. I don't either. Because the last time I did, I, I was, oh, I was so fucking confident last week. It was Monday night. I picked Jordan Love under 17 and a half rushing yards, and he had two carries the entire game. And the first time he takes off, he runs for a career long. Season long, 26 fucking yards, like just out of nowhere. He rolled out of the pocket and just kept going. And I was so pissed listening to the announcers. And there is a season high 26 yards on the ground. The biggest run play of the year for the Packers up until this point. Just utter bullshit. So 
I don't really like that, but I I, I do kind of like under 21 and a half. But... Well, he's hit that one over every time except for last week. All right, well, maybe let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> I Isaiah, just <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco, the running back position, uh, 74 and a half rushing yards, and then also Jarek McKinnon, nine and a half rushing yards, which doesn't seem like very much, but he's averaging like one and a half carry a game, and he's either got like seven yards or 10 yards. This season, I think I think the Chiefs sure. are going to run heavy on the Broncos. You think they are? So, do you like Pacheco seventy four and a half? What was McKinnon? Uh, nine and a half. Nine and a half yards. Yes, nine and a half rushing yards for Jarek McKinnon. But look at his stats: two carries for nine, four carries for five, four carries for fourteen. Or oh, hold on, I'm sorry, that's not week to week. Uh, one carry for seven, three for seven. Two for nine, one for negative two, and then no carries at all week one. Oh, that's because Clyde Edward uh, moved above him. So huh? nine and a half rushing yards for Jarek McKinnon is is pretty hard to get. Yeah, I mean, I just remember what the backup for the Dolphins did against them, and I'm wondering, shit, that's a that's a tough one right there. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of these will will kind of keep you keep you guessing here. Isaiah Pacheco, he's been a little more efficient, but still kind of boom or bust this year. I go over on the Pacheco. Pacheco. 74 and a half? Because I think they're going to run the ball, and I think the Broncos... Uh... So when he did get 20 carries, the one game this season where he got 20 carries, he got 115 yards. Last week, he only got 16 for 55, uh, and they were throwing the ball a lot, especially to Travis Kelsey in that game. Chicago, 15 carries for 62 yards at Jacksonville, 12 carries for 70. So when they do run the ball, he has been efficient. We'll give you that. I think if he gets twenty carries tonight, then we do win that one. So I I, I like it uh, more than seventy four and a half. Yeah, I think I think they're I think they're going to start. Uh, I think they run the ball a pretty good amount with them. My opinion. Uh, Javante Williams, the Denver running back, thirty five and a half rush yards against Kansas City. I can't imagine Denver is going to be in a position where they want to comfortably run the ball. Run the ball. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so let's look at receiving yards here. Isaiah Pacheco, 12 and a half receiving yards. So if you don't feel strongly about the rushing yards, I wonder what his receiving yards look like. One catch for nine last week, three for 43 the week before, two for passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive it's all just radio waves how much can a radio wave really cost Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. 
That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 16 the week before that, and then one catch for no yards the week before that. Four for 31 week one, so 12 and a half. You give him two catches, he's going he's gonna to hit it. Mm-hmm. But we can't pick him twice, can we? No, we can't. So it, it really comes down to which one you feel stronger about. Uh, I would have to say, kind of like, I kind of like the the running or the passing one. I kind of do too, but it it it's just it gets me nervous because those are very limited targets. Yeah, because he's got a lot of other weapons. I mean, I you know what? Let's just let's do rushing yards. Yeah. Let's do rushing yards. Let's I like not. rushing yards. All right, so we'll take receiving yards off of there. Uh, any other receivers? Here we go. Travis Kelsey, 66.5 for Kansas City. Cortland Sutton for Denver, 46.5. I, I mean, Kelsey, Taylor Swift will be there, Ooh. of course, because it's a... Uh, I got one. What? I actually really like this. Justin Watson, 22.5. Yeah, I like that one. You think so? Yeah. All right, so I like Justin Watson more than 22.5. See, those are the ones that kind of pop out to me. Not so much the big star players, obviously, but if you can find a wide receiver two or three who you feel confident is going to get more than 22 yards. Yeah, he's got the ankle issue, Travis Kelsey, but, I mean, he's going like, to hulk up. He's going to take a little shot. Well, uh, we, could, we could also do uh, receptions. So, yeah, he, he may get those little short passes because he's only averaging 8.2. Little check downs. We got a uh, field goal made combo for tonight's game. Harrison Butker and Will Lutz, the kickers for Denver and Kansas City, over under three and a half. We have uh, we have made this bet before. Yes, we have. Um, and, a, I, and a special teams heavy game. Yeah, this one I don't think is going to be a special teams unless we're talking about punting. So we like the under for three and a half made field goals. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Kansas City for five games. Uh, Buck. Buckler, whatever the hell his name is, has made is ten. He's kicked ten field goals in five games, so averaging two a game. Yep. And then Will Lutz, 
I mean, I know they don't do very much on offense, so that's what I'm worried about. I I, I worry about... Do you think they're going to get that close? you think Denver's even going to get that close to kick a field goal? A lot of their scores, a lot of the games that they have, they have, like, weird-ass scores. So I feel like they definitely kick a lot of field goals. Let's see if we get his stats on Will Lutz. Talking about Thursday on uh, the prize. What's it, uh, Rhett? Uh, prize picks. Prize picks. And if you guys are playing along, by the way, I forgot to put the promo code out there. If you feel like this is not an ad, we are not sponsored. We are just doing this for fun. Uh, promo code PLAYBOOK, P-L-A-Y-B-O-O-K, all capital letters. And that should match you on your first deposit up to $100. Well, Will Lutz has made eight field goals in five games. So under two. Does it say his long? Okay, so from 40, 49, zero, he's one for two, 50 plus. So under 40 yards, he's pretty much on automatic. But he's only kicked, he's kicked under two field goals, so. So we like the under on three and a half. Yeah, I like the under on three and a half. Wow. Just in the time that we were making this bet, the projection for Justin Watson went from 22 and a half to 25. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, because, you know, everyone that's listening, they're getting on and, and getting Ooh. at it. We got, uh, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco's on our ticket, so I don't know if we can pick a combo for tonight's game, but we do have Isaiah Pacheco, Javante Williams, 111.5 rushing yards between the two of them. Mm. That's going to be one-sided, obviously, with Pacheco yeah. being the more productive. Uh, receiving what? yards combo for tonight, Travis Kelsey and Jerry Judy, 119.5. I don't trust Jerry Judy. I don't either after he came up three yards fucking short last well, week. You never said the receptions, though. Because I was thinking Kelsey uh, for the receptions. Here, let me see if I can find this. Rush attempts, kicking points, sacks, punts. Sometimes they don't give you receptions. Pass completions, rushing and receiving yards combo. Uh-oh. Pass attempts. Receptions. There we go. Travis Kelsey over under six and a half. Fuck. Yeah. I think over. What do you think? You don't like that one? I don't know if he even had six catches last week. I think he had five. Uh, and last he, week they were throwing the ball a lot. He's got 27 receptions in four games. I just want to see what the targets are. Getting 11 last, targets, la- 10 catches last week, six the week before, seven the week before. And four. And he's getting targeted at least 10 times almost. So you like the you like the over on six and a half? Yeah. All right, we'll put it on there. He's got to be. You know, he's got to come out, man, with Taylor Swift there and hurting his ankle and everything. All right, so we need one more. So far, we have more than two nineteen and a half for Russell Wilson, more than seventy four and a half for Isaiah Pacheco, less than three and a half field goals made between Harrison Bucker and Will Lutz, more than twenty four and a half for Justin Watson, more than six and a half receptions. Ah, oh, that's the one I don't really like. More than six and a half receptions for Travis Kelsey tonight. We need one more. We got uh, some punts. more receptions. Punts. punts. Ooh. Broncos punter. <laughs> what is that going to be, over and under 10? Uh, Tommy Townsend for Kansas City, 3.5. For Denver, 4.5. Ooh, I feel like we could get away with, with under 4.5. Which one? For Riley Dixon, the Denver punter, under 4.5. You think under? Yeah, because, I mean, the Raiders and the Packers like both played like shit. Yeah, but the Broncos fucking play like shit every yeah, week. the Broncos are 1-4 and four and they don't have a fucking offense. But we, well, we hit over on the field goals. With the Broncos, didn't we? Or did we go under? No, we went under. Under three and a half. Where the fuck is... Let's see how many times he's punted at least. Yeah. 
less than people. Maybe, maybe per money. game. Point five. Yeah, point five. That's that's where that's where they get you that point five. Uh, that's a fucking killer. Kenny Powers. What the fuck? I mean the stats. Jeez. That's how they avoid a push. Yep. Because how the hell do you record half a punt? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh punting. He's had eighteen punts in five games. Oof. It doesn't show week to week, does it? Let's see if I click on his name. Yeah, it does. There we go. Four so, punts, four punts, five punts, three punts, three punts. He's only he's only punted five times once, and that's when they lost by fucking fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I I kind of I kind of like under four and a half. I I all I right, let's go under. Or what do you think, Tommy Townsend for Kansas City on the other end of the spectrum? We could go over three and a half. No, I don't think Kansas City's going to really pump much deal. I mean, let's be honest. Three and a half is dirty, dirty work. Dirty, dirty work. Yeah, let's just go to see them real let's quick see since what, it's our yeah. last pick. Because this, after this, we can lock it in. And you for sure want to do punts? You don't want to do sacks or anything tonight? Nah, there's not a lot of big name no. guys on here. Uh, George Karloftis for Kansas City. God damn, I clicked on the wrong thing again. Well, I don't understand. We're going back here. Uh, here we go. Punts. He's punted the ball five, so he's punted three times average. He punted three times, two times, one time, four or five. Four and five the first two weeks. Of this yeah, season. but look, they, I mean, they lost to Detroit. He punted five. Four against Jacksonville, who has a good defense. Only once against Chicago. Yeah, and they blow 41 to 10, which will probably be the score tonight. That's the thing, is that this game could easily get out of hand. 23-20 was close, and then he punted twice against the Jets and three times against Minnesota. So, and I don't see this game being close. I think they'll just run the ball. All right, so Riley Dixon or Tommy Townsend, Denver or Kansas City? Denver. Under four and a half? I don't know now. Ah, motherfucker! Fuck! Fucking, this is stupid punting again. I would hate for this to come down to the punter. The fucking punter? Yeah, yeah it always comes down just to like special it, teams. Just like it did last week. I know. Um, fuck, 40 and a half. That's so dirty. <laughs> Go under. You really think Kansas City, three and a half under? No, I don't, but... I- Four and a half is such a tricky number for Denver. I mean, the worst of the worst is what we saw. We saw three punts in the first quarter from the fucking Raiders. And they still only finished with four. Yeah. So I think, I hope, we're not banking on a lot of offensive success tonight. We do need Russell Wilson to get more than 219.5 passing yards. So if they do that, I would like to think they aren't going to have to punt the ball four and a half times, but are they going to have to rely on the field goals? So now, now we got, not only are we relying on the punters again, but we're relying on the field goals. Yeah, but so I think, like, I think Denver's going to go for it a good amount of times once they get past the 50. And then they'll end up in field goal position anyways when they, when they can. Or they'll turn it over. Interceptions, fumbles, a lot of fumbles. She's got, I think, 18, so you're killing me here. Grouper Lips is so tired of talking about the Broncos. Yeah, because they suck. I'm four, tired four, of four, five, three, two. Me too. So let's just go with the... Let's go with the under. All on right. Denver. Flex play. So this is a six-leg flex play. You must hit four out of six in the entry to win. 
You get four correct, it is point, uh, 0.4x times your winnings. Five correct, it is two times. Six correct, it is 25 times. So I... Big money ret over here. I got a lot of fucking money to waste this week, so I'm going to put 45 down Woo! to win 11.25, and I'm going to officially place my entry. I know you're using leftover promo bucks over there. Oh, yeah. So uh, there it is. And then I also have a free ticket for tonight. If you feel like taking it, uh, go ahead. Oh, shit. I guess I, I guess I don't feel that great. Uh, I picked for my free play, which is three picks. I picked Russell Wilson less than 227.5 passing yards. This was a couple days ago I put this in. Pat Mahomes more than 275.5. And then Justin Watson more than 23 and a half. That's my three play. No. My, my free play three play. Nice. Yeah, there you go. What do you think about George Kittle, the NFL, talking about fining him for his old anti-cowboy shirt? You think he should be fined? No, I think which technically would be like ten thousand nine hundred and twenty-seven dollars. I mean, to be honest, if they're going to fine him, I think the only thing that 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 holds any weight is that it was on TV, mm. and you know, potential fines with putting that stuff on TV, I can totally understand if that's the angle they want to take. But I don't think I don't think it's it's that big a deal. I think people are making it a much bigger deal than they need to make it. There was a player on the Cowboys. I don't remember who. In '94, uh, maybe. Oh, Micah Parsons? No, it wasn't Micah Parsons. It was someone else on the defense. But he said, "He's like, listen. He's like, if anyone has a problem with it, you know, the way to stop it is to not let him get in the end zone. Like he did it because we let him in the oh, end zone. J. Ron Curse. Yeah. He's like, we did it because we didn't stop him. Yeah. The only way to stop that is to keep him out of the end zone. I don't have a problem with anything he did. If we do our job and keep him out of the end zone, he wouldn't have been able to do it. There you go." I mean, it's a game. Yeah, but then it's going to set a precedent. Uh, Maybe, it may, yeah, because there has been inconsistency with like the taunting flags. Yeah, you know that could have easily been a taunting penalty, and I don't think anyone would have complained. It would have been worth it because it's funny as hell. So now you're going to find him when he didn't even get a penalty in the game. I think you're just kind of kind of reaching. Yeah, I mean, maybe they give him a small fine and just say, look, you know, well, we can't you know, have every you, player fucking, you know, when Troy Owens is pulling out phones and doing all that other shit. You know what I mean? It just got out of hand that they finally had to find him. What did Joe Buck say that one time? Just a disgusting act. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that game. My apartment was on fire, so I, oh, I was trying to watch that game. Where he pulled down his pants and yeah. wiped his ass on the field goal post. Exactly. Just a disgusting mm -hmm. act from Terrell Owens. And Joe Buck, you know, big Howard fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. I mean, Mr. Sensor, he still got Jim Caster in my mind. Um, you think uh, Bill Parcells or Bill Parcells? <laughs> Jesus, man, what's he doing lately? I don't know. He, he looks like Jane Caster. Um, uh, you think uh, Bill Belichick is going to be able to pull the nose up in New England? I don't think so. Uh, I do not think so. I, I think he's an okay coach. I think he deserves to ride out his time in New England because at the end of the day, they're never going to be they're never going to be able to argue that he didn't bring them six championships, Brady or not. Um, yeah, he's still going to go down as one of the best coaches. He's still going to go down as one of the best coaches in NFL history, and I, I think he, I definitely think he needs the talent, though. Like, I, I think uh, clearly there isn't anything on this team. There isn't much of a pulse. Mac Jones is not the guy. There's a lot of people who think that Mac Jones is a product of his environment and think that he is just being miscoached. But like, I, I don't like Mac Jones as a player. I don't like him as a quarterback. I don't like him as 
a person. I don't like him as an Alabama alumni. I just don't. I'm not a fan of Mac Jones. I don't think he's going to be the guy uh, for New England or any NFL team for that matter. But he doesn't have any help. I will say that. You know, you don't look at their offense. There's no one that scares you. There's no one in that wide receiver room who's going to be a threat to be double covered. They don't have any tight ends. I mean, they got Mike Jacecki, but he kind of sucks this year. Um, there's nobody on that defense who really jumps out at you as a major threat or someone who could potentially break the game. And their play calling on offense just is not creative enough to get away with that shit. Well, like the one, the, one of the reasons the Bucks are a good team this year is because they don't have as much talent as they have in last in in, in previous seasons, but their play calling got better. Yeah. It got way better, and it puts your players in the best position to win, and they just don't have the talent to do that. Well, you don't think so? New England wants to get Bill Belichick his uh, – he could be – I mean, don't you – break Don Chula's record. Of what? Career wins? Wins and losses. Well, I think he's going to break the career losses this year. That'd be funny. So he only needs uh, three losses to pass Don Chula for the most losses uh, – like obviously with someone I believe with his many, mm-hmm. like as many years, ten or whatever, or like three hundred wins. I think it's a three hundred win club. Yeah, that's what it so was. So he's at he's at two ninety nine. Yep. If this Wikipedia page is is accurate, no, he yeah he's at two ninety nine. So he's sitting there at two ninety nine. Obviously, go three hundred. Uh, he so he needs then obviously twenty. He needs twenty nine, twenty nine more to beat Don Chula. I mean that's that's a at, lot at this pace. That's five seasons worth. Of, of game. How old is Bill Belichick? 80? 81? 82? Bill Belichick? Early 80s, yeah. 71. 71. Okay, shit. Maybe 81? I'm, I'm like, of, shit, I'm he looks really of, good. Uh, what, Don Chula? Of, no, Pete Carroll. If I'm not mistaken, I thought Pete Carroll was like fucking 80. Is he? There is. Let's maybe see. he's 72. 163. 72. 72. God, you're aging everyone just, 10 yeah, years. Sorry, I'm just giving him more credit. I thought they were way older. I mean, because right now, I mean, the next one after Belichick is Andy <laughs> Reid. I mean, what's Andy Reid? Eighty nine? No, he's fucking sixty five. Yeah, he's eighty. <laughs> the misinformation capital of the world. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look good for him. I mean, I guess he was. A, I feel like Bill Belichick too is that he, the players that he has around him. It's like he his ego doesn't want another superstar in the team. That's what it. It feels like he, he, like? like he, obviously Tom Brady was uh, undrafted. And he's like, look, I turned this quarterback and why he always, but then Tom Brady started getting a lot of the praise, which is kind of why I feel like he always got another quarterback. I think one for trade bait too. But he I think always he, wanted to keep the pressure on Tom and make him feel like he wasn't special. Exactly. And it, you know, kind of hold him down. And I, I, I feel like that's what he, he's not doing it now because they're not obviously playing, you know, really good. But I think he doesn't want to win with, like a big time free agent name. I mean, we've seen them win before with big time free agents. So, you know, one of the best Patriot teams of all time in 07 with Randy Moss, you know, at the time, maybe it wasn't an earth shattering free agent signing because he didn't do the best in Oakland and they picked him up for what, like a third rounder, fourth rounder, I yeah. think. So, but I'm saying, I think, I think after the whole, t- like starting uh, probably after that season or even later on when Tom Brady was still like people, when Tom Brady started getting a little pissed off, uh, and people were like, well, you know, is it Bill Belichick the one who, or can Tom Brady not win? And then Tom Brady did win, and I think he's like, well, fuck, if I, if, if I go now pick up a big-time free agent, like if he would have went out and I don't even know who the fuck you compared I mean, to. Let's if say, they would have traded for Jonathan Taylor, you know, if they would have yeah. 
made some sort of move to to bring in some star power to that team. That Someone that was established. Right, because the most established guy on that roster is Ezekiel Elliott, and he's fucking cooked. Yeah. So realistically, yeah, I, I think I think him keeping guys under his thumb is just part of the Patriot way, and it always kind of has been that way. Like, let's but say, I kind of get what you're saying about how, I mean, even between the draft, like oh. his drafts have been awful. Yeah, well, there's a lot I mean, of guys that is, they, people are like, wow, they reach for that guy. He he is one of the worst. Uh, the Patriots have been one of the worst drafting teams of the last 10 years. Yeah. Like it is consistently just wasted picks. And, and I, I do think that when you're a good enough coach to where, again, your Super Bowl window is open every year and you're in contention every year, it's different because we've seen it happen with the Bucks. Like there's more wasted picks on the team now, uh, Kyle Trask, because they were in a Super Bowl window, and it just didn't work out for him for one reason or another. And it's okay to admit that when you're a good team, but when you build that track record and then you look at the lack of talent that you now have when all of your big personalities or your stars are gone, it's like it, it definitely doesn't feel like he's doing much of anything with this team. No. well, and it's just, I don't know if it's out of spite, though. I don't think he's... I think it I, is. I, 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 I think he has an ego, but I don't think he has... You a- never see New England ever up for one of the big free agents. Like, supposedly they were going after Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, they, you know, the best receiver they got was was Boo Boo Shit Poopster. Yeah. And he's on IR for the rest of the year. He won't play, so... But, I mean, like, look, if, what if the owner wanted Aaron Rodgers? Obviously, Aaron Rodgers didn't work out for the Jets this year, but you really think Bill Belichick wanted to bring Aaron Rodgers in just to win? So it would be like, well, Aaron Rodgers is the one that won the, uh, the Super Bowl. No. Or won for the Patriots, or do you want it to be like, oh... Bill Belichick can do it. He's the best coach ever. Right. I mean, I don't know. Uh, You know what? Fuck the Patriots and fuck the Broncos, since we've talked about them both. We should make our picks. We should. Let me go on here to my bookie. Once again, we're not a paid endorsement of that. We just use it because of the main show. So I am going to be making these picks. Uh, in the order that I have them here on the ESPN calendar. I don't know if you were planning on doing the same. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll try because we don't use the points. Yeah. Who is she barking at? Is, yeah, she I know. Just, is she excited to make picks, or is there a ghost in here? There's probably a ghost in here. We are haunted. Someone in the engineering room. Is there? Do you have your bat? No, it's in the engineering room. Oh, so the guy now. <laughs> so we're fucked. Yeah. So the guy can grab the bat with the nails and come in here and yeah. smash uh, my head, then your head, and Scout and them can leave. I mean, she'll she's tough enough that she can hold him back. Is there someone in engineering? I'm getting a little nervous. No, there's nobody in engineering, but I don't know what she's barking at. Hey, it's the ghost. It probably is. I we got some like it's ghosts. it's haunted here, people. You guys don't understand that. Bubba was right. Big Red says he's here. Yes, Big Red's here. Ah, great, two gingers in the uh, in the building at once. Big Red said, "Put that third guy on camera." I keep seeing him moving moving around back there. Yeah, Mister. It's Ginger. the rat. She found a rat. Exactly. That's what it is. All right. So, are we picking? We pick Thursday games, don't we? Yeah. Uh, we didn't do our pick, but we do. Yeah, we do pick it, but we didn't do that pick yet. Yeah. So, so we'll start with that one. Denver at Kansas City. This should be a tough one. I will give you a couple minutes to think about it if you want. We can come back to it because it might be a difficult decision. Uh, you know, it took me a long time. I've actually been thinking about this the entire show. Yeah. Um, but I, I am going to have to go against my better judgment here and, and pick the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Uh, I'm gonna have to follow you on that one. Uh, I think that I think Denver's really gonna come out firing. Russell Wilson will probably have the game of his life. It's gonna be really close. I'm gonna predict the end of that score, especially with it being close. But this is a Denver case for closeness. I'm gonna say 42 to 17. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I will uh I will co-sign on that. I, I can imagine this game is is about that competitive. Yeah, exactly. It is Thursday night football, so you know it could be the outlier shitty game for the Kansas City Chiefs, but they're kind of hoping that that was week one on Thursday night football. Most likely. Uh Baltimore at Tennessee. I, I This is the nine thirty game in London. Another mm-hmm. London game. Interesting. So both teams gonna be coming into this somewhat handicapped. I I I've seen a lot of posts about, you know, Tennessee is not off to a great start and Derrick Henry already becoming a candidate in trade talk. So I picked Tennessee last week and they let me down, which means I will pick Baltimore this week. Yep, I'm going to go Baltimore too. Unfortunately, I'm going to pick Baltimore. Washington Commanders at Atlanta Falcons. We are Commanders. At the Atlanta Falcons. I feel like I just picked this game. I feel, I feel like I had a I feel like I had a game last week where I thought Atlanta was not going to come up and win and they ultimately did. So I almost feel like I'm picking that same game this week because I feel like Washington should win, but yes. I don't know if they will. It is at home in Atlanta. They are 3 and 0 at home. And and they are throwing uh they are throwing the or they are wearing the throwbacks again. And I do like those Atlanta throwbacks. So I guess I, I guess I'll pick Atlanta this week. I'm going to go then with uh, the Commanders. Now, are the Commanders wearing their throwbacks too? I can't imagine. Is that allowed? Can they wear their throwbacks? <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think they can wear their throwbacks? I don't think so. Do the Commanders have throwbacks, the, Rhett? Uh, they, they they should, but, I mean, if you ask the NFL, no. They've only been a team for <laughs> a couple of years. Oh, they deleted their history yeah, is what you're saying. That's what I've heard, yeah. Not gonna say what I was just about to say. Uh-huh. Minnesota at Chicago. Hey, probably wouldn't get us in trouble, but it, who knows? Yeah. Um, Minnesota at Chicago. Uh, division game. I think it will be closer than people expect, but I do think Minnesota gets it right this week. So I'm picking the Vikings. Uh, Bears are 0 2. Justin Fields. They mean they gave him a little bit more time to scramble. They played decently against KC. I mean, they took care. I'm not Washington. I mean, they did beat Washington forty to twenty. Yeah, they played Denver close. Justin Fields looked really good then. You picked Minnesota. I did. Are you picking the Bears? Ah, oh, man, I don't know. That's a. Think uh, about what you're doing here. I mean, really think about it. It's a I'm picking decision. the Bears. You're picking the Chicago in an Bears. upset. Kurt Cousins doesn't know what to do without Justin Jefferson. They go one in five after they were pretty much predicted to win the division pretty easy. Lummy's upset of the week. Boo boo boo. Seattle at Cincinnati. I think it's another get right game for Joey B and the boys. So I think the Bengals continue to roll and uh, beat up on that division. So give me the Bengals. Seattle coming off their bye week. You don't think Geno got it together? They're three and one. They are going to Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals also. All right. Carolina, woo against Miami. This might be another tough one for you to pick. Yeah, uh, you know, after much deliberation, I I will, 
I will hesitantly pick the Dolphins. Um, you sure you don't want much. Scout to think about that one for uh, you? Well, you know, she's the expert here, but I think she'll also co-sign that, you know, as much as uh, as much as you may not like it, I guess two has been playing well. Nope, uh, we'll move on. Uh, I'll pick Miami also. Two is not playing that great, but... Uh, San Fran at Cleveland. Wait, wait you forgot the uh, Indy Jaguars game. No, you skipped San Fran at Cleveland. Where the hell was that? Above Carolina, Miami. Oh, yeah, we skipped the San Fran at Cleveland. Now, Cleveland is coming off a bye week also. They are at home. San Fran coming off that big win. Are they still riding high, or do they lose to Cleveland? I think San Fran's just going to keep on trucking. Deshaun Watson, I heard right, from uh, from sources in Cleveland during his bye week, was visiting a lot of massage parlors, supposedly. Got to get rested up, man. I know he's been dealing with some injury. Yep. Got to get him back to uh, 100%. I think he bounces back, and I'm going to take Cleveland in the upset. No fucking way. So uh, which one is your biggest upset of the week, Chicago over Minnesota or Cleveland over San Fran? Because that, say, that would be two monumental wins. I'm going to have to say uh, Cleveland over Cle- San Francisco. Yeah. Cleveland would be the bigger upset considering it's division play between Chicago and Minnesota, but the Vikings are not a good team this year. So – Lummy's upset of the week is now boo-boo, boo-boo. the Browns over the Niners. I know that's pretty. I mean, I'm trying to get those two wins there. Incredible. Uh, our next game, and then I'll let you take them over from here. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Some more division football. Ooh, that's tough. Anthony Richardson's out, but they have our boy Gordon Minshew. Jacksonville coming back from England, beating the Bills. I see a letdown. Ooh. Indy wins. Wow. Upset. I think that means not a big upset, but I, I think I think no, but Indy is, I think, the you're underdog. Just, yeah, you're just rolling out all the upsets. I don't find Well, I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh Jacksonville to win that game just because in, until I see Indy step up against the Jags, I'm always going to assume that, that Jacksonville is gonna get that ass. New Orleans, Houston. Ooh, that's uh, Derek Carr. He's back. Houston's uh, they they didn't play that great last week. I don't believe they, they lost to Atlanta, twenty one nineteen. Not too bad. Saints. I mean, they beat New England, so it's like beating the Broncos. Um, thirty four nothing. I think the New Orleans Saints are kind of rolling. I'm gonna go New Orleans. Yeah, I will also co-sign and uh, pick the Saints. As much as I hate picking them. I just think they're the better team, and I think when you go up against, you know, as the Saints, when you go up against a team that's as un- uncertain as Houston is right now, they're just they're going to win with experience. Yeah, New uh, oh, man. New England versus Las Vegas at oh, Las Vegas, the McDaniel Bowl, McDaniel Jimmy G. Maybe this is where Chandler Jones will show up and uh, <laughs> re- reveal what happened to. To, to to his buddy Chico. I don't know if you've seen. I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with Brian on the big show, I believe, with, with Bubba. We yeah. did that sports show with Bubba. We talked about it that day. Yeah. Um, Chandler Jones still up to his antics, and he posted today uh, that Robert Kraft, Josh McDaniels were directly involved with the death of, of Aaron Hernandez, and he says he is going to release all the details of what happened here soon. So Wait, maybe, who is maybe, Josh McDaniel? No, Chandler Jones. The, no, no, no. Who did he say was? He, he said Robert Kraft and Josh McDaniel. What, do they sneak into prison and kill him? I have no idea, but hopefully this is the game he was waiting for. Maybe he shows up and makes a scene and, you know. This is what he's been building I can't up for. wait to hear how he's blaming the owner of the Patriots. 
for killing Aaron Hernandez? Me too. I mean, the country wants to know. Listen, Bob Kraft is more worried about getting jerked off uh, in Miami than killing Aaron Hernandez. But I mean, he technically, supposedly, they said he committed suicide, correct? Yes, allegedly. All right. I'm not going to say what I said. Okay, New England, that, uh, man, I have had these thoughts today. I just can't say. I mean, I remember Bubba, what he told us. Should I be, should I be worried? <laughs> No, you probably won't find it funny. I don't know. Oh, okay. It popped in my head, though, and I was like, mm, let's not be outlandish. Let me calm down. Uh, New England, Vegas. Uh, looks like Vegas has Vegas in the predictor here uh, winning 55-44. to 44. Uh, The line is three, so pretty much it's even. Yeah, I, th- I think Jimmy G is going to get his comeuppance against the Pats this year, and uh, I will pick the Raiders, especially since they are playing at home. Another tough I'm pick not, for I'm, you. I'm not doing a fucking upset here, even though you know Mac. This could be Mac Jones's big game. I'm going to go Raiders too. <laughs> the Raiders. I don't ever pick the Raiders to win, but it, I don't this either. just I I just it feels like a train wreck in New England, and I don't it does. know if it, I don't know if it's going to get better this year. The next game, Arizona at the L.A. Rams, uh, a tough division game. A lot of division games happening this weekend, but. These two teams always uh, make it entertaining for sure. I'm going to go um, Arizona's playing decent, but it's in L.A. Fuck. Yeah, I'm going to go L.A. All right. Some point spread. We are both taking the Rams there. I think I'll probably take the uh, Cardinals and the spread. But Philly, the Eagles at the Jets. Whew. Well, uh, the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, no, it looks like uh, Zach Wilson. Mm, for another week in a row. I mean, they Man. did beat the almighty Denver Broncos last week. They 31-21. did. 31-21. They did. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. I'm never going to get over that game. I'm I'm still so pissed. You know, I don't like to hold grudges, but I will forever hold a slight against the Broncos. Well, Garrett Wilson and Jerry Judy, both of those guys, fuck them. Because exactly. last week I needed 104 yards between the two of them. Or I'm sorry, I needed 107 yards. I needed more than that between the two of them. And um, I think through three quarters, Garrett Wilson had like 19 yards. Jerry Judy had eight. Yeah. Wow. And then in the last quarter, in the last five minutes of the game, I looked down at my phone and they are 10 yards away. So I needed someone to have a catch. Someone, anyone to have a catch. And I was going to win 1100 bucks. I'm nope. Sorry. Couldn't fucking, couldn't make it couldn't happen. Couldn't do it. Four yards short. Needed over 107. They finished with 103 in that game. And if Russell Wilson had not thrown a pick six to end the game or a fumble or whatever the fuck happened that made him lose, he probably could have got off a completion to my boy. And, uh, you know, I would have been in a much better mood this week. But here we are. So all of that to say, uh, I'm I'm picking the Eagles this week. Uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles too. Fly, Eagles, fly. Don't know the rest of the song. Detroit at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is this even a conversation? I know it's a tough game, and we've been waiting on this moment for a long time. The Detroit Lions are playing uh, like hopefully Dan Campbell thought they would. But the Bucks team is here to stay. They are pulling out the creamsicles for the first time in 11 years. And how the fuck can you lose in the creamsicles? Like, I just, I, 
I know they did a lot of losing in the creamsicles back in the day, but this this feels like feels like a pick I'm gonna regret. But I am gonna take the Bucks this week. I like the I like the momentum coming off of the bye week. You get healthy, you get rested. I like a big week for Chris Godwin. Oh really? This week, yes. Uh, if you folks, not to be the self promo guy, but if you do happen to listen to the Can of Fire podcast, we're gonna be doing a prize picks ticket over there on the game preview this week. And I like Chris Godwin this week. I think it's gonna be a good, big game for him. Mike Evans coming off of that hamstring injury. I think even if he plays, he he may be on a limited snap count. So look for Chris Godwin to have that big game this week. He took over against the Saints, so I think he can do it again. I'm surprised that you uh, you didn't go to try to beat me. You know you're down. I'm, I'm down too. Oh man, this is a tough one because I, I really am feeling. I'm gonna have to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Go Tampa. B U C C A N E E R S. Go Buck, bitch. Woo! Our 1979 fight song. How many times do you think you'll hear this? Oh, you know, I don't know if you're going right. to the game. Hey, hey, Tampa Bay, the Bucks know how to shine. Hey, hey, Tampa Bay, the Bucks know how to shine. Oh, well, that's, that's okay. okay. We can we pull can it out. out. We know that we're on the top. Stand, stand up. up. Stand, stand up and shout. Hey, hey, Tampa Bay. The, the Bucks, Bucks know how to shine. shine. Okay. Hey, hey, the Bucks Tampa win, Bay. obviously. The Bucks know how to shine. I think everybody in chat is we're picking Detroit. Trouble. That's okay. We can pull it out. Yeah, I know everyone thinks the Lions are going to win, Joe, plus a bit. But listen. We stand up. Stand up and shout. I bet I never pick against the Buccaneers, I'm even though I you. should. I'm telling even you, with the so. spread, I'll probably take the spread, which is three and a half. So you like the Bucks? Of course. How could you not? All right, final game. Giants. Whoa, two games left. Giants at Buffalo. Oh, you're right. I did miss that last one. Giants at Buffalo. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. Dallas at the Chargers. This could be a close game. I do think uh, spread. I don't want to say Dak bounces back because he kind of fucking sucks. Three and two, Chargers what two and two. I think they're coming off a bye week. It all depends, I believe. Yeah, but look at the QB play. I mean, go back up. Justin Herbert, eleven hundred yards, seven touchdowns, one pick, as opposed to Dak's ten eighty one, five touchdowns, four interceptions, and he's throwing the ball what looks like five more times than Herbert has as well. So he's done a lot more harm than good. I like the Chargers. I think the QB play is going to be the difference, and I think it's another week in a row where Dak gets exposed. So uh, fuck the boys. I'll take the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers too. There it is. Perfect. All right. Your week six picks are in the book, uh, in the books. Hopefully we can do the math when we come back on Monday. And hopefully and we're a lot richer from our our prize pick. Fuck yeah. And if you want to get on the action, if you did not hear it, uh, download prize picks. Use your first-time promo code PLAYBOOK, P-L-A-Y-B-O-O-K, to get your first deposit matched all the way up to $100. That's what I did is, is I got the promo code from my buddy Sam, typed in PLAYBOOK, put in 100 bucks, got 100 free dollars, and for the last two weeks i've been making bets off of uh just money that i have won using prize pick so 
You can use as little or as much as you want, and uh, it's nice and easy. It is legal in Florida, by the way, as well. I know some people who play DraftKings and FanDuel and whatever the fuck, they kind of got to jump through some hoops, but prize picks, it's easy. You got a phone number, email, date of birth, sign up, get to plan, promo code playbooks. Last phone call, then we are out of here. 740. Hey, Lummy. It's Andy from Pittsburgh. Hey, Andy from Pittsburgh. I'm probably a little late. I'm a little late on this, but I, you were talking about with um, Belichick up in New England, how to see how it's not there. It doesn't like it's there anymore. It reminds me of when, what happened to Chuck Noll after um, all the uh, guys that played during their 70s dynasty started to retire, and he lost those players. It just fell apart. I mean, the ate the early the mid 80s to the early 90s Steelers sucked. Yeah. They were horrible. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you think about the Mark Malone, the Mark Malone era. Yeah. You know. That's true. In Pittsburgh, you know. But now they've been he, uh, was the heir, he was the heir apparent to Terry Bradshaw. But you know, Pittsburgh's been a lot oh. better, obviously. Uh but you I mean you guys only had what three coaches in your whole history? Four, three, three? Is it three? Is it three three coaches in three, history? Three so they have a total of six. They have a total of six, but yeah, six out of eight they won. So. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you guys stick with it. You know, I see New England sticking with Bill Belichick unless he just retires. Right. I don't well, see that's him retiring. What they ended up doing with Noel. They let him. They let him retire, and that's when Cowher came in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think and, New England's going to let. I don't. I don't think Bob Kraft is going to. I don't think Bob Kraft. No, no, no. No, Ryan I think from Philly, ten dollars on the super chat. Yeah, so I think I think New England's going to try to depart, but they, in my opinion, they're going to do the same thing. Now, Bill Belichick's ego may be a little too big, too big, and just retire earlier than probably he wants to. But right, and I think that was the whole problem too. He didn't want to. He didn't want to give it up. Give up the. Give up what he had. You exactly. Know? I, mean, I can understand that. Yep. So exactly. But. You guys have a good one, man. You too, man. Have, Thank have you. Fun this weekend, I, I I'm on the bye week. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. a good one, man. Have a good one. See you, bud. All right, Red. Well, another great show. Thank you so much. Came in a little earlier, so we're going to be getting out of here. I think uh, we think we gave him pretty good an hour and twenty minutes. For not bad for a sports show. Yeah, not bad uh, at a all. A little bit, a little bit of time, but we we hit that time. At I got to get home and got enough time to make our baby. picks, get our prize picks in, which I'm really excited about. Hopefully, that's something that we have some success with, and uh, we can we can keep playing it. Look to get into next week as well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it'll be nice to get your picks in on Wednesday because. A lot of those lines are moving. You can take advantage of them. Yeah. Like, you know, yep. for, exa- for example, Justin Watson went from 22 and a half to 25 while we were making the bet. So you get in early on stuff like that. It's a much easier win. But uh, looking forward to hopefully making some money. Thank you, Brian, for filling with that $10 super chat. Thanks, Fred, for calling that out. So thank you, everyone that uh, was listening today. We are back here live tomorrow morning. Bubba is obviously not going to be here if you listen to today's show. He is well, in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Doing what? He's at a wedding. Whose wedding? Uh, Ronnie Munn from the Howard Stern Show. Ronnie he the is limo out there. driver. Ronnie the limo driver. Is he married? Yeah. Wow. He is to his beautiful wife, uh, I say it again, but uh, to Stephanie. Uh, best of luck to them. Bubba, hope you're having fun. So we will be back here. Anna is hosting. Dr. Dan Diaco Esquire, the great one, will be in that middle seat tomorrow don't forget to check out all your bub army merch bub army shop bub army server.com all three of those will work if you're using amazon go to shop.amazon or shit no it isn't it's amazon.thebubarmy.com use that and also bubba said he's going to be going live doing some videos on locals 
So if you're not subscribed to Locals, get on there. Bubba said that he will go and do a couple uh, shoots, shooting it, shooting video, whatever you fucking call it. I don't know, whatever. But check that out too. Go subscribe. He'll be he'll be probably doing some stuff during the weekend. I jump on usually on Sunday and watch the watch the game. So. Once again, everyone, thank you so much. Bob Army is the best, and we will see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. See you guys.